Hi everyone, I'm your host Sam Miller and this is United. In this show, we'll try to discover through the quirks and preferences of our Marian students, faculty, and staff just what Knights have in common. In our first series, we're focusing on performing artists here at Marion. My guest today is Caitlin Bogleman, who works as a librarian here at Marion and is also a part of a gaming podcast that she's going to talk to us a little bit about today. So first, can you explain a bit to us about like what you do with your podcast that you're a part of? Yeah, so I am part of the podcast called The Wandering Gamer Network. Um, we play tabletop role-playing games. Um, a lot of people have probably heard of like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, that's a really popular one, um, but there are tons more than just that one. Um, so we do a couple in a system called Power by the Apocalypse. So uh, we are collaboratively uh, telling a story together. We've got one person who's um, the game master and they're kind of running the game. They like set the scene, they'll have a plot. Um, so they'll have people to talk to, um, kind of problems to solve, like scenarios um, in the world, uh, in the fictional world that we're playing in. And the rest of us each have a character um, so we'll have what's called the character sheet and that just has like our abilities. So, um, in one of the games I'm playing, a 1920s lawyer, who's also a sorceress. Um, so I have like abilities of like, because she works at a law firm, but also abilities because she's a sorceress. So she like shapeshifts and things like that. Um, so then as we're going through um, our story, we're creating it together. We're like like an improv comedy, like we don't have a script or anything. Um, we're just put into situations and then we react um, in character. We have conversations in character. Um, and then if we're um, trying to do something more tangibly, um, like if I was trying to shape shift, um, into a raven in order to like fly somewhere um, and spy on somebody, then I would roll some dice and add some uh, add some points essentially to my role because I am a shapeshifter and have that ability. Um, and then if I roll badly, <laughs> that goes badly for me. <laughs> and if I roll well, that goes well for me and I accomplish what I'm trying to do. Um, so yeah, that's uh, role playing games in a nutshell. That's awesome. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. That's super cool. Yeah, it brings me just a lot of joy in my life. I will say, I think everybody can use an escape sometimes. Yeah. Um, and being able to sort of like choose your own adventure with your friends is a lot of fun. That's awesome. So can you describe your most embarrassing performance? And you said like it's improv. So sometimes like I know you might not be able to think of something like right off the top of your head or... Yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of the maybe embarrassing things that happen, uh, like truly embarrassing things that happen, like if you just like blank and don't say something, a lot of that can get cut out because we edit the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's really nice. I, I edit one of them and uh, my friend edits the other. So um, I can cut down those awkward silences or if somebody really says something, it's like I that was offensive. I did not mean to say that. Um, we can take that out. 
Um, but as far as uh, just like where I really whiffed on a roll. Um, so in the 1920s, like noir magical mystery game, um, I was shapeshifted as a raven and sneaking into the place. And so I like become a raven. We were at a warehouse. I had flown up and was like spying on this like bootlegging deal that was going on. And I flew in and I don't remember what I was trying to do, but whatever it was, I failed that role terribly. And so I went from being shape shifted as a raven to like becoming fully adult sized human. And I just like fell into the <laughs> warehouse onto a bunch of boxes in what was supposed to be like a stealth thing that we were doing. And so that alerted everybody to what was going on. So that was a particularly um, a bad time to roll poorly, but it's like stuff like that, honestly, is what makes it memorable and funny. Like we all laugh about that, like, and we'll reference it. Um, so like failing, failing isn't really failing if it is making a good story. True, good point. So kind of going a different direction, a lot of people have some very particular preferences about snacks. So what's a snack food that people would be surprised to know that you like? Ooh, they would be surprised to know. I love dark chocolate. I don't make a secret about that though. Um, I'll always have dark chocolate. Most of their candy, I can take it or leave it. Um, right now I have these, uh, they're like little round cordial things, but they're like bourbon barrel, bourbon barrel aged cordials if that makes sense so they're like coated in chocolate but it's got like a a, a bourbon-y flavored middle okay i guess and it's like dusted in chocolate so that's uh something i got for my birthday uh a few weeks ago and that's been really yummy that's awesome we're gonna try that sometime so speaking of things that people might be surprised to know about you what's just something in general that people will be surprised to know about you Something in general. Um, I don't do much with it now, but I'm pretty musical. Uh, mm -hmm. I play harp and flute. Um, and on our podcast, one of the, we usually do intro music and I like wrote one of the intro music. Uh, one That's of the intros, awesome. Um, and then fought with GarageBand to like make it. <laughs> go from my head what I imagined in my head into like something that we could put on there um but I also like to sing like I if I'm listening to Pandora or whatever I'm usually like harmonizing along with that um I don't I was in choir like one year in high school I wasn't in choir in college at all but um it's I, I just sing casually in my house a lot that's really awesome so my next question for you is a little bit of a, in a different direction too. So this could be either like a TV show, a movie, anything really. What is your latest obsession? Ooh. Um, can it be a book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm reading the second book in a series, the the series starts with A Deadly Education. It's by Naomi Novik. Um, and I'm reading the second book now. Um, but 
I, I just can't get enough <laughs> right now. I um, was eagerly awaiting the hold to come in <laughs> from the library and listen to the audiobook. Um, so I think a lot of books claim to be like Harry Potter, but dark and for adults. Um, and I don't feel like most things live up to that. And I think this one actually does. Um, so the, the premise is that there's this magical school that like all of the magical kids go to, um, but there are no teachers, um, just students like packed into this uh, building essentially <laughs> for four years. And there's all of these uh, monsters that are trying to kill them like regularly every single day throughout the school <laughs> year. And they have to go through this like gauntlet of them in order to quote graduate. Um, and so obviously like people die like all the time um, and it's a pretty dark premise, but the book is just so much about like friendship and hope and like all of the things that people associate with Harry Potter, right? Um, and it manages to be like a really fun, enjoyable, hopeful book, despite like all of this terrible stuff that's happening. Um, so I've been really liking it. The first one is A Deadly Education. Um, and I've just been loving it. I was so excited that I could get to listen to it on my way to work now. <laughs> That's super cool. I like that. So a lot of people have things in their house that are near and dear to them. Sometimes they're a bit obscure. So what's your favorite item in your home? Item in my home. I, I really like my Kindle. Like it was... I just like being able to have a bunch of things that I can read only in one hand. Um, I have a toddler and a eight month old at home. And so like when I was on maternity leave, my Kindle was like glued to my hand, <laughs> like just being able to have that um, wherever I was and be able to do that one hand or while I was nursing or whatever. Um, that's been, that's been really nice. Um, I can't, I don't know if there's anything else that would be fuzzy socks. That's another item. I, my feet are always cold and I need socks. <laughs> that's awesome. I feel that like, especially with it getting colder. Yes. Just... Yeah. Immediately. I need them. Yes. So this next question, um, you might have an interesting answer since you said you're into like musical things. So what's a sound that you really like? Ooh. Um, I, I really like the sound of wind in the trees. Like that mm -hmm. sounds really like overly poetic perhaps. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I like being out in nature and I don't get to do it a ton. And, um, the times that I have been hiking or something and you can't hear like anything else, there's no like animal noises or not really birds chirping. It's just like wind. Um, that's really peaceful to me. Um, the other one would probably be acoustic guitar. I don't play acoustic guitar, but if I'm in the room with somebody who's playing acoustic, acoustic guitar, immediately like my heart rate is like lower. I'm, <laughs> it's, I just get very, very chill um, being in the same room as that. That's awesome. I really like that. I knew you were going to have an interesting response. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my last like question question for you. 
Um, and it's a bit, uh, you can make it deep or not. Uh, what inspires you? I think I'm, I'm going to go a little stereotypical and say my mom. Um, but I'm being very honest about that because my mom just shows this capacity for still like growing and changing and like she's retired and, you know, like has two grown kids and grandkids. And I just have a lot of respect for how thoughtful she is and her willingness to say, like, I supported this thing for many years and now I don't believe in it anymore. And instead of like just doubling down because that's what she's thought for decades. Um, and I just, I just think that her sincerity and earnestness in that regard is a really rare quality. And so I just really value seeing her um, grow and change her opinion when she's um, in order to like pursue what's right, you know? That's awesome. It's a really good answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so the easiest and final question, where can you find the communication center? It's on the lowest level of Claire Hall and they have very good signage because I had to find it to pick up my <laughs> mic for this. And I was able to get there. So if I can, you can too. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. I really enjoyed our interview. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, Sam. I was, uh, I was very happy to be here. This podcast is coming to you from the Communication Center, where you can get help with speeches, presentations, interviews, visual aids, and multimedia projects like this one. Knights, visit us in Claire on our website, marion.edu slash communication center or our instagram at mu communication center for more information about this show see our podcast instagram at united mu thanks to waterboy at pixabay for offering our theme song without royalties required attribution and to inside the actor studio for inspiring this format if you're up for an interview email us at speakingstudio at marion.edu join us next time for a brand new episode of united